0: Welcome to Under the Radar, a show about independent iOS app development. I'm Marco Arment. And I'm David Smith. Under the Radar is never longer than 30 minutes, so let's get started.
1: So this last week, we have the beginning of the iOS 11 public beta process, I guess you'd say. Um, and so now, people outside of the developer program are you know, able to go ahead and Download iOS 11, which uh, means two things. Um, the second of which we'll be discussing on uh, today's show. Uh, the first being that we now get the fun of uh, bug reports about iOS 11 from people who've updated uh, to the apps, many of which are impossible to solve. Um, and secondly, <laughs> we uh, they are now using the new App Store. Um, so the brand new App Store that it, you know is included in iOS 11, that is visually very different, structurally very different and brings with it a wide range of capabilities. Um, And we've been, uh, Apple is now also, updated iTunes Connect to allow us to update our, you know, app store pages to take advantage of all this new stuff. And so it seemed like a a good thing to do a show about to kind of talk through a lot of these new fields in this. Um, I know a couple weeks ago, we did a similar thing um, with the old way the app store worked. But uh, in many ways, that has now been deprecated. And this is the, you know, the new way to do it. And it seems like a a good thing to kind of think through because there's a lot of Subtle changes, I think, as well as a few kind of major changes um, to the new App Store um, layout. And if you know, I think apps that aren't updated at all are going to start to feel kind of left out, um, if they're or feel feel kind of old if they don't t- take advantage of all these new fields um, that we now have.
0: You know, I wonder how much that's actually true. You know, certain things that they that they launched in the App Store, things like app preview videos, which we'll get to, um, those launched what two three years ago now. That that, that those aren't new. And yet, many apps still don't have it have them mine, mine included, um, and it doesn't seem to matter that much uh and and so like some of these things, you know things like the the new formatting of the subtitle and things like pulling in-app purchases out of uh, and, and giving them like their own little entries there, some of these things they might end up mattering, but I don't think we actually know yet. Uh, and and because you know one thing we we mentioned um, back when we were doing a little bit of discussion a discussion about uh, analytics I think it might have been the same episode um, we mentioned how like if you looked at the analytics that we recently got about uh, you know app store product page views versus conversions and uh, all that stuff in, in the sources area of the analytics it really did seem pretty clear that very few people were actually going to the product page before hitting that get button. Uh, that you know that relatively few were doing that. Most people were, for for our apps at least, most people were making the decision to to get or not get the app, mostly based on its search listing, uh, not necessarily based on viewing the whole product page first. So some of these things might not actually matter as much as we think they do. That doesn't mean that we shouldn't do them. Like some of them that are pretty low effort, we should probably just do anyway. But I think we it, it remains to be seen. Whether people will actually care about or, and even see some of these new things that we're doing. Yeah, I mean the one that I think big most stands up um,
1: stands out as something because I think you're right in the sense that the way your app shows up in the search listing is likely the most important thing to look good in, um, and 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 I think the biggest change there is now that you know it's like app previews are like. A much bigger deal there. And if they autoplay, which. Yeah, the autoplay is a big deal. And like, you can play them directly from, and like, so they'll start playing immediately from that search screen. And I mean, it's like, just from like a human nature perspective, like, if things start moving, you know, like you have, you know, sort of, you can immediately draw someone's eye to something by making it move. And so it's like, I think the biggest thing that I'm trying to think in terms of like, I need to make sure I'm taking advantage of is. If, you know, if mine if mine is the only app in a list of three or four apps that, uh, you know, someone is searching for that has just static screenshots, I think that is going to stand out more now um, than it did previously when it was just like the difference between a screenshot and a screenshot with a little triangle on it. Um, and so... That I think is going to be an interesting thing, but you're certainly right that we don't really know um, what's how the impact is going to change. Um, but if anything, like honestly, the thing that I'm kind of most worried about going into this fall is like it's such a big change. Like overall, I'm optimistic about it, but it is such a big change that all of the things that like I thought I knew about the app store are going to be turned around a little bit. And so, like every advantage I can possibly get to not have things, you know, kind of fall apart this fall. Um is you know definitely desired uh, it, i will say it's kind of a strange thing just in just a more general note as an independent that and these big structural changes like are always always bring with bring bring you know such this is sort of just latent anxiety to me where it's like I think it's gonna be good, maybe not, who knows and like you never know like <laughs> something changes here that just really doesn't jive well with the way that I do my business, and then like well, that could be you know pretty problematic, but um, yeah you know, overall, I think it's probably just it, we don't know if it's going to matter, but it's one of those like it's not going to hurt, I don't think, to take advantage of the new stuff. And so we may as well try and think through it all and you know take as best advantage of it as we possibly can. Yeah, that seems right. The new kind of structure of things. And it's, there's a I'll have a link in the show notes to there's a great page that Apple put together on the developer portal that kind of walks through. Um, from top to bottom, what the new App Store page looks like. Um, and the first thing in it, and we'll just kind of walk through these sequentially, um, is you know your app's title, your app name, whatever you want to call it. Um, and the kind of big key thing here that I think they're driving towards is that this is now, it's limited to 30 characters. And I think that's slightly shorter than it used to be before. I know they've been doing this kind of progressive shortening regime where i think it was 60 characters for a while and i don't know if it's been if it's 30 now as well but either way it'll be 30 characters this fall and i think um the key thing that they seem to be driving towards and i would imagine that apple will be more um fastidious about is they're driving towards this as being just the name of your app rather than including additional text, you know, sort of a subtitle where there's a whole new subtitle field. So having a name where it's like, you know, name of app, you know, colon, and then a whole bunch of keywords or those types of things are going to, um, I think, be much, I would imagine, be much more strictly enforced. Um, And so their goal hope now is that, I mean, A, so 30 characters isn't all that many characters to start with um, in terms of the number of words you could fit in there. But I, you know, and if the goal I think now is to con- you know condense that down to be just the name of your app, uh, which is probably a good thing, um, unless your app
0: uh, currently includes uh, subtitle, which I believe Overcast does, right? Yeah. So my app is Overcast colon podcast player, and and see this, and the, the reason that we all do that is because it helps that it helps in a number of of important places. Uh, you know, number one is that has always helped search ranking. And the App Store search algorithm is still really bad. Uh, it's very rudimentary. It's very—it—it uh, it seems to have really weird ideas of what's relevant and what's not to certain terms or to certain apps. Uh, so, it—it it really is kind of like a dumb, like old web kind of search engine, <laughs> where like you—you you have to stuff the meta field with the right keywords and, and everything to make the search actually show your app. We will have to see whether moving, like, you know, if I change my name from overcast colon podcast player to just overcast and then if I move podcast player into the subtitle field, which is probably what I'm supposed to do, is that going to actually hurt me in search results? And and if so, how do you get anybody to do that besides actually making it a, an, an enforced rule? And, and having a rule and having a widely enforced rule are two, different, two very different things in, in the App yeah. Store. Um, so... I don't know what the right move there is yet, and I'll probably play with it and see. You know, try to like do some testing and see if it actually changes things. But it's not going to be very nice if, in order to make your app look the best and use these fields more semantically, that you actually lose search relevance. Like that would that would be very very bad. The the other place that that I think that it helps to have those um those little like you know trails on your title. Uh, is in listings and in search listings and everything so this is another area where like i think time will tell like how how much users actually read those little things those little subtitles as they're skimming the list because like if they search for a podcast app and you know half the things on the screen first of all are going to be alarm clocks because the app store search is so bad. Half of them are going to be Instagram cropping tools and Twitter spam bot tools. And then about every third one's going to be a podcast player. And if mine says overcast colon podcast player in the big bold black text, they're going to see that if it doesn't, if, if that's relegated to the subtitle field, then they might skip over mine, not realizing it is what they're looking for. And they might go to another one that still has like dash podcast player app, you know, in its title um, and they are doing some things to clamp down on this, like the, the formatting of those titles on the phone, especially the, the main title is getting cut off pretty soon. Like, like on my, like on my uh, iPhone seven, my, my, my listing currently says overcast colon podcast, PL dot, dot, dot. <laughs> and so it, the effectiveness of that is kind of, you know, not great. And then the subtitle, which, cause I haven't filled one in says music and which is not the category my app is in which is weird. (laughs) Uh, And all the other apps here seem to have categories like entertainment, utilities. For some reason, I'm listening to music, so I'm going to have to look at that. (laughs) But, But so it seems like to some degree, we're going to be kind of forced into using this new structure. So I just hope that the apps that actually do it right and actually use the subtitle field and don't put a bunch of crap after a colon or a dash in their main title field, I hope they're not penalized in search ranking. But yeah. that's a lot to ask for the App Store search. You know, the App Store search historically has rewarded all this bad behavior with results. And it, for us to actually stop doing the kind of, these kinds of things, that's going to have to change too. Yeah,
1: and because I mean, I think in, maybe it makes sense to move on to the actual subtitle field and a couple of the rules for that. Because the interesting thing there is in some ways the subtitle field is like a explicit keyword stuffing opportunity like and in some ways that's what they want you to put there like the Mm -hmm. point of the subtitle is to briefly summarize your app you know in in a concise compelling way like that's their their wording for what that should be and in many ways that is the like that's where you would put all of the kind of the key you know the the keywords that make sense uh for your app and i mean the interesting thing too they say with the subtitle is they actually recommend you know, changing this over time so that uh, you know you may have a different subtitle when you launch the app versus when you have you know it's it's a more stable app or based on what's going on. Like in some ways, I would hope that they are. You know, it would seem foolish if they're not incorporating subtitle into your search, um, like ranking somehow. But it's going to be a really interesting thing to see how they balance the. You know, it's like one more place to throw key. Is it like one more place to throw keywords? um or not because it's only 30 characters long so it can't be that long and it's supposed to you know it's user facing so you know, it can't just or ideally wouldn't just be like you know a string of space separated keywords um but who knows like i think in some ways the i think to your point the interesting thing is they may be enforcing the rule about you know shortening it most just by design by like the way that every like the t- everything is displayed bigger now, it seems. And so if things are getting more truncated, the effectiveness um, is diminished, but yeah, we'll see. I I definitely hope that you're right and that it isn't, you know, they're taking advantage of the subtitle field the way we would sort of hope them to, so that we can move away from the whole, like the advantage of the title field being stuffed with keywords is a great tool in, in, you know, in in, in, the, in this in this new version of that, and then they can just make search better, taking advantage of the new fields that we have as well. Yeah. Um, the other, see, the next field is the icon, which doesn't really change. I mean, it's they have their um, the same things, same general recommendations. You know, I mean, the icon is the icon. I think it's slightly bigger in the display now, but I mean, that is what it is. Um, but the next one that they talk through is sort of as you're working your way down the page. Um, and it's probably worth saying that on the page, there's also some new stuff that we don't really directly control. Um, like it shows your ranking in a category now, um, directly on your app store page. So you, even if you came to it, not from a chart, you would still see how well you chart. Um, which is interesting, I guess. Um, like I kind of see why you wanted to put it, put that there. And like, if you're highly ranked, that's good but it's kind of harsh if you're not ranked well. <laughs> Number um, 345
0: in utilities or whatever.
1: Yeah, like, And especially because the categories are so broad for, for yeah. so many apps where, you know, saying that you are ranked, like you could rank lowly in like productivity. Um, but for your particular type of app, you're actually the best and you rank the best. Like that can kind of look kind of bad. And I mean, I don't know. I wonder what the actual cutoff is for that. Uh, I have to you know, poke around and see if I can work it out. Like, is it, you know, once you're out of the top 100, out of the top 250, you know, is it really going to show you that you're, you know, you are the, you're, 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 you're app number 56,000 in a category, you know, in a category. Like that's at a certain point, hopefully they cut it off. But anyway, the big, big thing and the key thing that I think is the big change is app previews. So these are these short videos I think they're 30 seconds long, um, they must use footage captured on the device that shows how you use the app rather. So it needs, it needs to be sort of a screen cast of your app rather than being like, a, you know, a, a promotion, a production video of like, you know, someone walking down the street, pulling out their iPhone and looking at it. Like it's not a commercial in that way. Um, these now you can have up to three of them. Um, they will autoplay on the, on the either the search results as well as the app page, um, and the, you know before they autoplay, the poster frame will be shown there. And you can also now localize them, which, in some ways, I'm like, this is great. Like you can do a lot of re- potentially interesting things there. Sort of like app previews make so much sense for something like a game, for a lot of more. Non for utility based applications, like I feel like these get really hard to do. Like I've struggled a lot with kind of coming up with an interesting thing that isn't just like me thumbing through the app, um, you know, to make it a bit more engaging. But you know, I don't know what I'm going to do with three of these, um, and trying to localize them certainly also from a, just an effort perspective sounds like a huge pain because you know, and it's presumably I'm you know I'm going into Final Cut. And creating like multiple copies of this project and changing the text <laughs> inside of it each time, and like it is going to be really hard. But at the same time, like like I said, it's there because they're autoplaying, Like they are important now in a way that they weren't necessarily before. Because like that is going to that is certainly get, it certainly gets your attention. Like I don't I don't think I like it from a user perspective. Just thumbing through the store on you know my testing device but if that's where they're going like wow like this is go- you know it 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 gets your attention for sure as you uh, as you move around the page to have all the you know it's like as soon as you pause scrolling for a second like things start happening um and so having coming up with a compelling version of an app preview is you know going to be a pretty
0: significant thing i imagine and i feel like kind of like for years uh the the app store was this Relatively static, unchanging thing, and there was only so much you could do to make your app look good and professional in the App Store. And what they've done now is they've just raised that ceiling. So now, like, there's there's more ways that you can make your app stand out, make it look professional. Whether these are actually going to have a meaningful impact, we don't really know yet. Um, app preview videos before this, you know, before they were very pro- uh, you know prominent and autoplaying. Didn't seem to matter that much from from people that, that I spoke with. Um, it didn't it didn't seem like they made that much, that big of a difference. But now it seems like they're you know they're having a lot more emphasis placed on them. They're they're going to add probably more value now by a lot than they did before. So this is all you know like, like kind of what you were saying earlier. Like this is all kind of ways that the bar is being raised. If you want your app to look like complete and professional and polished in its app store listing, we now have a lot more we have to do. And I think an app preview video pretty much now has to be part of that and so i too i've never made one and i've been i've toyed around with ideas in my head about like what i might do and it's it's never been that compelling or fleshed out but i'm gonna have to now but you know again it's 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 like getting a, a getting a nice icon made for your app or making sure you take nice screenshots with like clean status bars like it's just one of those things that we have to put more effort into it now uh, and that's just you know that's the rules of the road and, and if you don't if you don't want to do that then you can still be in the app store, but you you might suffer from having fewer downloads or fewer purchases as a result because you won't look as good as everyone else. I mean, and ostensibly, like I'm sure the reason why they're emphasizing app
1: previews now is that theoretically it should give the customer a better sense of what's going on, like in the app that, you know, rather than someone downloading the app, or downloading an app and ter- it turns out it's not what they want. Like, at least they can get you a sense of what the app is going to be like to use. So, like, I ostensibly, that's a good, but that's certainly better than um, what we have, net, you know, like just static screenshots. But yeah, like, it is going to be a lot of work. I do not look forward to, um, you know, spending this, you know, pro- probably a, a week this summer just in Final Cut Pro trying to. <laughs> Put, put you know put something together like because i mean it, i love in some ways this like learning the new skill of that um but it is going to be interesting i mean i'm sure too like it's going to be coming up with the right like taking taking advantage of the fact that it auto plays is i think a significant thing so far as like the first three or four seconds of that video needs to be really impactful i would yeah, think definitely Because like that is, it's like this is it's like you have this you have a few seconds to just grab the user's attention before they scroll on, Um, you know, as they're scrolling through the search listing. Like you need to like jump out at them and be like, "Hey, check me out! I'm awesome," but you know, hopefully in a respectful,
0: productive way. (laughs) We are sponsored this week by Jamf Now. You can manage your Apple devices from anywhere with Jamf Now. When you first start your business, it's pretty easy to keep track of your own computer and your own phone. But as you grow and you start to buy more tech for your employees, it gets harder to keep track of everybody's Macs, iPhones, and iPads. And then trying to figure out how to secure, say, the iPad that your sales rep just lost can be tough, especially when you're in all different locations, different distributed areas. Jamf Now is the solution to this. Jamf Now makes this, and a whole lot more much much easier to manage you can configure settings sensitive information and even lock or wipe a device from anywhere Jamf now secures your devices and all your stuff so you can focus on your business instead. You don't need any IT expertise to set this up or to run it. You can find out more and create your free account today at jamf.com slash radar. That's jam dot slash radar. And because you listen to this show, you'll be able to start securing your business immediately by registering your first three devices for free. And you can add more for just two bucks a month per device. So, go create your free account today at jamf.com slash radar. That's J A M F.com slash radar. Thank you so much to Jamf now for their support of this show. So, the next uh, couplet of parts of our app st- uh,
1: page that we can kind of work through is the description area as well as the promotional text um, area. And what's interesting here is the, it sounds like much, sure, and I think this is new. The description field, um, or maybe day this has been this way for a while, I can't remember. The description field is going to be locked um, to a submission, which so essentially app review is going to be looking at your description, um, and it has to be approved and can only be upchanged with a with an app update. Um, but then there's this new field that was just 170 characters
0: called promotional text. Um, which,
1: in some ways, seems a bit silly. Sorry. Like, I've just
0: I've looked at my own app description and I've just noticed now that when I added auto renewing subscriptions about ten months ago, uh, you know that big blurb that you are required to add for auto renewing subscriptions about like here's how it's priced, yeah. it will automatically renew. I just copied that from uh, from Curtis who makes the Slopes app, <laughs> and he's he call he calls his subscription season pass because it's a, it's a snowboarding app. For, <laughs> there you go. And I just spotted in my description that I neglected to change the word season pass in my disclaimer so that I've been calling my in-app purchase by the wrong name in a disclaimer that Apple allegedly reviews for almost a year. Well, <laughs> you know, there's that. Wow. Um, I mean, <laughs> the, the, from,
1: from a user perspective, I mean, I think the reality is like the way that Apple displays descriptions, the bottom part of, it is, of your description is so hard to get to. And I think in this design is even more so. Like it's oh, so yeah. truncated, and like you have to hit a button to see more. Like really, like the first sentence of your description is important. And now it's like they have like this super first sentence of your description, which is the promotional text area, so that you now have like 170 characters to say something really super like awesome
0: about your app, and we can change that as many times as we want. But like, but even that um, is buried in this new layout. Like you have the, you have what's new above everything else and then you and then you have screenshots and then you have to go below all the screenshots and the what's new to get to the little blob of text which is almost un, unlabeled it's like it's very like it, the the app store descriptions have always been i think pretty loosely read <laughs> minimally read by people and this seems like it's going to make them even less frequently read because they're really just buried in this interface maybe yeah Like, like the first it, two it, sentences matter i don't think anything i mean i mean as you can tell by my non caring about my disclaimer enough to, yeah. to change the name properly um i have only edited my description of my app in the three years it's been out i've edited it maybe twice and only like to to add like a a major new feature like oh now there's a watch app like you know i gotta put that in there but i've almost never changed it because i i really have seen no evidence ever that the description matters at all i mean i think the description
1: at least and and i guess the new promotional text field as well it's like it's this kind of thing of i don't think it's ever going to it's not that important for most people but it's like it may be important to some people like I, i certainly know of like you know, I mean, I've talked to people who that's where they go first. Like as they go and read the description, that's just how they think. And like, okay, that's great. I'll have a nice big long like bulleted list of all the features of the app and, you know, try and make it sound compelling. And I guess I'll make my promotional like text field for that be, you know, it's like, it's like try- in some ways, essentially, it's like trying to take your app and boil it down into like a tweet, essentially. Like it's, it's that kind of a length. Yeah. yeah. And so like, that's in some ways that's a good exercise probably as a developer to be able to say like, it's like your elevator pitch of for your app of like, this is why this is what it is. And this is um, why you might like it. How many people are actually going to read it? Who knows? But it's there. And um, like, in some ways I, I like that it's only 170 characters and like to just like, that's what I need to come up with like as the core description. And then the, the long one I think is much more there as like, it's just, big junk drawer to put a lot of all the features to talk about the app at at great length um, with the understanding that it's unlikely to be read by many people but hey maybe you know maybe it'll convince a few people and there's not much harm in it because it doesn't really clutter the interface at all like i can make my description fairly detailed and that doesn't hurt anything because most people will never see it so at least there's that Um, and lastly i think the biggest change that they've done is to the... There'll now be a section um, about in-app purchases on the App Store page itself. And most significant... You think you can promote up to 20 in-app purchases um, on this page or this section of the page. And most significantly, I think, is that you can now theoretically buy that in-app purchase directly from the App Store, Mm -hmm. which... Is cool, I suppose. It seems kind of weird because it's going to be really hard to give context to the user for why they would want to buy it. Like, I'm just trying to think of in the, you know, in say like in the example of Overcast, where you have your sort of premium subscription um, in-app purchase. That like it seems an odd thing for the per- for someone to be going to the App Store to start that purchase. Um, like, maybe it makes a bit of sense for somebody. Um, to do, you know, like a game of a level or something or an
0: expansion within a game. <laughs> to, to me, this feels like an in in iPhone OS, like 1.0 or 2.0, the, the SDK, where you were supposed to put your settings in the settings app with the settings yes. bundle. Like, this kind of feels like that. I don't think anyone is going to think to look in the app store when they want to buy new levels for the game they're playing.
1: Yeah. I mean, if anything, I do kind of wonder if what Apple is more doing here is trying to give users a sense of what the cost of in-app purchases are yeah within an application cuz like right now i mean this is something i i remember harping on years ago but that like it's kind i mean it used to be you know the, the button says used to say free now it says get but like back in the day it would say free and it's like it isn't act, like no it's not actually free at all it actually is expensive um, <laughs> which is why it now says get <laughs> yeah you know and but the, the
0: european union had feelings about that
1: yes And and rightly so, I think. And so in some ways, I kind of like that this will, you know, it's trying to emphasize the price. I mean, the price has always been there before if you sort of dig for it. um, But promoting it a little bit in the way that it's shown in the UI, maybe it's just trying to make that a bit clearer. Um, But I don't know. It's like I'll I'll probably promote a couple of my in-app purchases because, sure, like in in, in most of my apps at this point, like the in-app purchase is usually some kind of unlock or remove ads type of thing. Um, and so it's like, sure, if someone wants to do that from the app store, like great. But, um, yeah, it's like, I don't expect that to be a high traffic area for in-app purchases though. I suppose we will know how, where they came from because I think it's, we get a different transaction type in store kit. So if it turns out to be a huge deal,
0: we'll actually be able to measure that, which is kind of nice too. That's true. I didn't think about it that way. All right. Is that it for today? I think that's all we have time for. I think so. And uh, yeah, the rest of the stuff is all kind of pretty small stuff like we still have it. We still have keywords. Great. We can still spam them and people will still abuse them. But otherwise yeah, I'm just looking forward to actually just seeing how this stuff actually works in practice, how how it performs You know, whether people actually use it. I'm, I'm very much looking forward to that.
1: Yeah, and I think it's also I'm kind of looking forward to the opportunity to go through my app and or go through all my apps and reread their their descriptions and look at their screenshots and just kind of give them a once over to make them better. Cause I honestly don't look at them a lot after the fact. And so this isn't, it's nice to have something to force me to do that.
0: Yeah. All right. Well, we're out of time this week. Thanks everyone for listening. We'll talk to you next week. Bye.